brand new week and a whole lot of stories to talk about your week, your news, a Clarksville Now original podcast. My name is Ryan Pluckerman, filling in for Chris Smith, who apparently has the most vacation of anyone in this <laughs> building. Does he ever work? Uh, is his right-hand man at ClarksvilleNow.com. Mr. Christian Brown. How are we doing today, Ryan? Doing good, Christian. How are you? Pretty good. Staying busy for Chris Smith. Yeah, you got to you're working all the time. You know? I know. The world never <laughs> stops, too. I'll tell you what. I'll, I just want to give him a huge shout out because he does so much, just like everybody in this building. But he's got a lot on his plate, and I respect the heck out of what he does. Since he's your boss, you got to kiss his butt exactly. on the podcast. Exactly. Because he's going to listen to this. <laughs> we both know he's going to listen to this. So I, I'm waiting for a text saying, thanks for the compliment, by the way. I love my boss. He's so talented and nice and kind. He's so great. But these are the biggest stories on ClarksvilleNow.com for this week. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. Uh, The 34th Riverfest goes Mm -hmm. out in style. Live music, shopping, and then the regatta. Yeah, which, by the way, Lee Irwin, our very own Lee Irwin, the legend, has been emceeing the regatta forever. Wow. And that has been such a neat event. And I, 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 I know Riverfest is done. Can we just find an excuse to have the regatta? Yeah. Having the cardboard boat regatta? That is one of the coolest things I've seen from the city of Clarksville since yeah. I've moved here yeah. for the past probably two years. So I, I love the regatta too, especially when you know they spend all this time building these boats, then the first step into water and they just sink automatically. Cardboard <laughs> is not made to float. Not at all. Not at all. So I just love seeing like just their reactions after it's like, oh, wow. Exactly. Was that worth it? Yep. So much fun. But what, 34 years, did you yeah, say? 34 years. 34 years of Riverfest. And t- now t- talk to me done. about some of your history there and what, what's your favorite memories? I have a lot of memories of Riverfest. And Christian is basically asking me this because I'm the old man at the building that has seen so much. It's like, it's Lee Irwin and then it's me. Yeah. One, <laughs> two. <laughs> no, it's been interesting. And I, I, there's been a lot of great. Uh, musicians over the years that have played Riverfest. Most of them are country musicians. Yeah. And it's, it's, it per- makes perfect sense why. I mean, they live in Nashville. Why wouldn't they want to drive 40 minutes up yeah. the road, do a show, and then and then go home? Especially that's such a cool scenery, you know, and right by the river. Yeah. You can't beat that. I got, and I'm, I, please forgive me if I've told this story before. Please forgive me. But Riverfest for me was an opportunity to get a massive ego check. Like I Riverfest provided me many occasions to realize I'm not a big deal. And <laughs> you know, I, I hosted the morning show on Q108 for 17 years. And you know that that sometimes that job can can float your ego a little bit. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm a big guy. I do mornings on Q108. <laughs> And so every time I go to Riverfest, they would put me on this side stage on like a Saturday morning at like 9 a.m. Okay. When there's three people. <laughs> and I remember one year, my job, Mr. Fancy Schmancy Morning Show host, was to introduce all the dance acts on like the 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 so of the Bob's House of Paint dance stage or whatever, right? So I get this giant script 
And there I am. And and what you realize is nobody cares at all what you say. Yeah. You are just Charlie Brown's parents. Wah, 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 yep. wah, wah. Killing time in between the dance performers and people just want to see their granddaughter or yeah. or whomever dance. And so it was a it was a mix of of like kid dance troops and like old people dance troops. And I didn't <laughs> know there was such a thing. And so I'm just doing my thing. I'm like, hey, everybody, I'm Ryan from Q108. <laughs> <laughs> All three so, people Ryan, there. I'm so excited to, to bring to you Dancerama. <laughs> and then everybody would, 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 would cheer and clap. And so I'm doing this, 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 this you know, stage announcing, and this woman comes up to me with this look on her face of oh, she no. is just, I mean, there's something going on. She's got trouble in her life. And I'm like, oh my God, the Dancerama's got two minutes left in their performance. What's going on? How can I help this? She comes right to me. Like, hello, ma'am, can I help you? She said, do you have a second? And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And she says, we've got a problem. What could this problem be? And how can I, a man with a microphone and a script in my hand, do anything to solve this problem? And she looks at me and she says, I need you to rearrange the order. Of the performers. What? And I'm like, okay, why? She goes, I need to get into the spirit of the dance. Oh. And I can't, I just haven't been able to tap into the spirit of the dance. You're kidding me. Right? So I need you to stall. I'm like, how much time do you need? She goes, if I, like, if I give you 20 minutes, is that enough? She goes, 20 minutes should be enough. And, and I'm like, okay, I can make that happen. So I'm like, all right, the, the Queen City Steppers, I need you to hold off one minute. Um, Susie's House of Dance. You ready? All right, we're flipping this up. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I flipped on the fly, and and thankfully I gave her that 20 minutes yeah. because she looked at me and she just, I, I could tell that she had found in that 20 minutes. She, <laughs> she found her heart She and found soul. the spirit of the dance and then gave an incredible performance to, to, to 15 people at 9 a.m. <laughs> on a Saturday morning at Riverfest 15 years ago. And that's when I knew, I'm like, yeah, okay, I am not a big deal. <laughs> Not a big deal at all. That may be all. one of my favorite stories I've heard from you. <laughs> I mean, that is unbelievable. I really got to get this. The spirit she of the She was dance. very, very stressed out. Man, at, at 8 a.m.? I know. I'm not a dancer, and I know that may surprise yeah. a lot of people. I'm surprised. Um, I'm so a little I, bit of a dancer. <laughs> are you a little bit? A little bit of a dancer. So for me, the spirit of the dance usually involves spirits of some alcoholic variety. <laughs> you know, I need a couple of those to... And then it gets your juices well, flowing. Well, yeah, and it loosens up the hips, yeah, and then you're everything. ready to go. So, your whole but, body's liquid at yeah, that Yeah, exactly. But this, this, young, this young lady needed to, to tap into another, another plane of existence <laughs> to be able to get her boogie on and dance with her fellow dance troupe and so yeah that there's was no doubt that is probably your favorite memory for me <laughs> oh <time>. absolutely it <laughs> is yes yes absolutely absolutely it is and there's another time uh when chris smith your boss used to work at at the newspaper in town it, i think it's still it's still yeah. it's still up um and he was working there and 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 this is the ego check for him too yeah here he was the editor-in-chief of the newspaper at the time and they had they had bought Someone had an idea, like, listen, how do we solve the problem of everybody canceling their newspaper subscription? Yeah. And someone, and I don't know if it was someone's nephew that got a job because they knew somebody, was like, I know what we need. We need a mascot. That's going to solve a mascot? all of our problems. Right? 
And so they bought on the internet a dog costume. What? <laughs> a dog costume? They bought a dog costume. To sell more newspapers. Well, yeah. And so it was the news hound. <laughs> and so Chris Smith, the editor-in-chief of the newspaper at the time, he was the one who somehow got roped into wearing the the, the dog costume. And so I'm walking around Riverfest, and I see this dog costume guy walking very similar to how Chris Smith walks, which is very... Like, I've known Chris for years. Our kids have grown up yeah. together. I can tell you how Chris Smith walks. <laughs> now, his converse weren't sticking out, were they? They were, just slightly okay. at the bottom. Okay. And so I was like, Chris? And he's like... Hey, what's going on? <laughs> it's, it's like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm the news hound. I'm like, okay. Now, sadly, so this is a this is a lesson learned to marketing people out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sadly, you cannot reverse the trend of newspapers across the country dying because yeah. of a subscription of a subscription based news model. And say, we can stop the bleeding with a dog costume. That will not work. That has been proven here. I'm telling you right now, he's going to come in here on Monday and I'm going to be like, Chris, I have a genius marketing idea. We don't have to work. No, we, we're not in trouble. We're not doing anything. Right. We got a news hound on the way. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell him, he, I hope he just loses it. Right. So between me having to introduce dance troops at 9 a.m. to three people and him having to wear a dog costume. That was a moment for both of us. We realized our place in the world was not such of a high station. We were more, I was just a guy who my job was to tell bad jokes on the radio and then introduce dance troops at 9 a.m. to three people. And that's it. That was my, my role in life. And Chris's job was to tell people that they'd spelled restaurant wrong in their story and dress up like a dog. That's what the sign, right, too. Right, right, right. So those are my two best, best memories of Riverfest. I will say my favorite performance at Riverfest over the years was Joe Diffie. Okay. Before he passed, this was years before he passed, gotcha. Joe Diffie came and played Riverfest and he was so great. Wow. Cuz a lot of times bands and artists as they progress, they don't want to play the stuff that they've always played cuz like yeah. I got a new record out. Well, first of all, no one wants to hear yeah. the stuff from your new record. They yeah. paid money to See the old stuff. No, they want to see the hits, man. Yeah. They want to hear the hits, That's baby. That's what it's all about. Exactly. All about. And so he played all of his, you know, Pickup Man and John Deere Green and all that stuff. He was really, he was really good, too. Like, he wanted to be there. Man, and that's he what was really, about. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to miss Riverfest. I know that the city of Clarksville, Parks and Rec, uh, Maggie Houts there, she's great. Yeah. Um, and Ryan Sample's fantastic. Two really great minds. And I know they're working on something. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a return of Rivers and Spires. And I know that like the whole city wants the Rivers and Spires to come back. You're too young. Yeah. Well, when you were merely an idea <laughs> in Papa Brown's head. Back in 1998. Back way back when, you know, and Papa Brown and Mama Brown were, you know, going to see Titanic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My parents are going to hear this on the radio. They're like, what in the heck? No, but we had this festival called Rivers and Spires, and it was downtown Clarksville. And they would I mean, they basically shut down the downtown. And there were stages, 
And there were vendors all throughout the streets of downtown Clarksville. Uh, Charlie Daniels once played Rivers and Spires right down there by where um, where the mayor's office is. Right by the bank there in the mayor's office. Um, And it was packed. Oh, my God. Downtown Clarksville, thousands of people everywhere. It was amazing. Well, it got too big. And they couldn't get enough volunteers to make it happen. Oh, man. So maybe there's some sort of mix of that or whatever. Yeah. I'd love to see a festival return to downtown. I know downtown businesses, they're like, wait a minute, I got to like not have. No, well, people will just, it's it's different, right? Yeah. yeah. So hopefully they can work something out. But I know That'd they're really working. really cool to see too. Yeah. They're really, they're working on something. So I'm excited to hear what they come up with yeah, at the city of Clarksville. Next, exactly. You know, that's the big thing, especially at. Something to follow Riverfest. Yes. Again, 34 years. Yeah, absolutely. And so just know, whatever you come up with, if there is a stage with dance troops on it at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning, I'm your guy to, to introduce Ryan's going to be people. there, then I'll be there drinking. Exactly. Ready to dance for exactly. him as well. And if you decide that the best way to promote said festival is a dog costume... I know a guy who can wear that costume. <laughs> who can make that work with his converse sticking out a little bit. I hope you cherish those stories, oh, Christian. I, I gave each one of those A+. Plus. <laughs> a+. Plus. They made my day, to be honest with you. That's incredible. Okay. Whatever I can do to make your day, Christian. <laughs> so bye, Riverfest. We'll miss you. Yeah. So moving on. Next one, land acquisition for new CMCSS elementary school approved by the county commission and the preferred sites off Fort Campbell Boulevard. Now I rate, I always read the comments yeah. on Clarksville now.com. I always Facebook get nervous. Page. I think I've said that before on here. I rarely ever comment. I did this time and I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, but I noticed some people saying this is a bad idea. There's already traffic on Fort Campbell Boulevard. Let me break this down for you. Yeah. They don't just willy-nilly go, oh, where we're going to buy some land. Yeah, exactly. They have to figure out, okay, where are people moving? Where is the need? Where are the schools overcrowded? And they've identified that that's an area where they've got 100% capacity plus. That's exactly right. Some of the elementary schools. So the priority is to buy land and build schools in places that need schools, not places that will make traffic more convenient for you. And so there's a lot of growth in that area of town. They need uh, a new school there. And so, yeah, I honestly, like I said, this was one of the podcasts a couple ago that Chris was on. I think we need to even, we need to be a couple more schools ahead. Yeah. I would say, you know, we, what we should have done is said we need to buy two plots of land yeah. for two elementary schools and gotten that out of the way really and had a school point. ready to open in two, uh, in 2026 and a, or two schools ready to open in 2026. That's a good point, too, because you look at elementary schools throughout the entire district, they're at 96%. Right. Then middle schools and high schools, they're at 90% each. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're probably right, especially if we're looking at the time frame, because they're going to be over 100% in, this, in Region 2. Right. So... They do, they do need to stay ahead of the game, which I think they're trying to do now. We're just under 40,000 students at yep. CMCSS. 40,000. Take that. Just take that number. Yeah. If you were to start counting from one, it would take you hours to get to 40,000. That's how many students we have. I don't have, have it in me. We don't have time. <laughs> we got things to do. Um, but you think about the fact that we're seeing growth in the school district yeah. of six to 700 students a year. How many, how many students do you put in a school? Yeah. 
About a thousand, right? Every we basically need a new school every year yeah. to accommodate the growth that we're seeing here in Montgomery County. And uh, I, I hate to break this to you, folks, it's not slowing down. No. And they <laughs> they said they're averaging six hundred seventy new students annually. Uh huh. I mean that is incredible numbers. So by the time the new school opens, which we may call it, you know, Chris Smith Elementary School. <laughs> I think he's due. Um, or Newshound <laughs> Elementary School. The, the, the Newshound Elementary School. Got Chris nice... can be their mascot. <laughs> I know a good where they can get a costume dirt cheap. Um, so, so, um, but no, by the time that opens in, in 2026, yeah. we'll need another one. Yeah. yeah. So I think we need to make sure we're maybe speed it up just a little bit. Just a, just a hair. You don't want to build empty schools, but let me tell you, we don't have to worry about that. And the cool thing is, and I think that Again, they've kind of noticed that trend, Mm -hmm. and that's one reason uh, after the approval of Kirkwood High School, the county commission uh, recommended the revival of the Joint Land Acquisition Committee, which is a group of community leaders, including the county commissioners, uh, regional planning commissioners, and also people on the industrial development board, then also the school district as well. Uh, They kind of are coming up with a 10-year facility building plan based off those capacity needs, like you mentioned, and also growth projections. Yep. So I think that's something that's definitely needed in our school district and actually just our community. Yeah, I know that. Was, so we'll here's kind of how the breakdown is now. From if I if I believe if I'm yeah. if I'm right, and you correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. So 2024, the end of 2024, the 2024 2025 school year, Kirkwood Elementary will open. Yeah, and then the following school year, this new one will open. I'll have to double check on the Kirkwood timeline cuz I'll be honest, I'm not too familiar with it. I was just there. They've are they're starting to build it. Okay. I can't okay. I don't know that, how long it takes to build a school. I'm guessing that's the timeline. Yeah. I'll say this. Tennessee builders are a thousand times percent better than Indiana builders. It takes probably a decade just to build a house <laughs> in Indiana. There, I remember perfectly clear. There's this house that was under construction for like it seemed like 10 years. In, in my grandparents' neighborhood. Yeah. And it was just finished this year. Christian, that's not home building. That's money laundering <laughs> is what that is. <laughs> Something to keep an eye on, I guess. Right, exactly. I might have to contact the media source in <laughs> right. Indiana. When a house takes 10 years to build, chances are pretty good that the construction company is involved in something called money laundering <laughs> you heard it here folks right you see a bunch of mercedes pull up and a guy who's guys with slick back hair getting out going like hey we gotta hide some money is that's probably what was going on it probably was you're learning a lot i am this I'm is learning this education so much today <laughs> news hound money laundering I'll tell you what so good but, exciting so i'll take you through the process then we can move on to yeah. Uh, so the joint land, considering you committee. have, you know, not too long removed from actually being in school, you might be better to tell me what it's like. Well, to maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to believe six years ago I was in high school. How's that? How's that make you feel, Ryan? Ancient. <laughs> You're my daughter's age. Continue talking. <laughs> That's what something Chris pointed out too. He was like, I could be your dad. Yes. I just I did the math. Christian, I could be your dad. Keep talking. I'll grow, I'll grow out my beard so it makes you feel a little bit better. Yes, please. <laughs> First, you hit me with the, why don't you tell us what Riverfest was like for 34 years, Grandpa? And now you hit me with this. All right. I'm just picking on you today. I I know, <laughs> no one else is here, so they, you know they can't reel me right? in. I know. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It looks like I'm going to take my time signing your check next week. <laughs> okay, continue. But so the joint land acquisition committee, they they uh, joined back together in uh, January of 2022. Mm-hmm. Then they started the process of looking for new possible site selections for this new elementary yeah. school. Um, th- they tasked the RPC with finding different locations. RPC came back with 19 different options, which fit the criteria the committee had been looking yeah. for. That list was then cut down to eight. Then it was cut down to one. Uh, the most feasible option was uh, 37 acres of land off Fort Campbell Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one concern that was highlighted on the site, though, that they need a new traffic light. So not, they're not just going into this blind. We're talking new infrastructure. As I, well. I appreciate the fact that they're looking at that and taking that yeah. into account. Because you look at a school like Rossview, yeah. which I pass every day, we've got kids walking down um, it's Ross, Dunbar Cave Road where there is no sidewalk and there's barely... It's it, it's just not a great it's it's not a great walking experience because there's not a whole lot of great places to walk yeah. when you're not like inches from traffic on a busy yeah. road. So it's great to see that they're taking the steps as well. Like okay, well if we're gonna build this, we're gonna have to put a new light there. Yeah, All right, good. Yeah. Taking the right yep. steps necessary. But like you said, uh, the deal they wanted to get done by January 2024. Uh, then it's expected uh, to open by 2026. Okay. All right, good so, stuff. New school coming soon. Keep we'll keep you updated as well. I can't wait though, and CMCSS at some point needs to do this. Needs to let the public decide what to call yeah. the school. Oh, yes, meaning that the new school will be called Schooly McSchoolface, <laughs> and I'm excited about that. <laughs> That's any, the title. Of the anytime podcast you let right the there. anytime you let the internet vote on anything, it's. Blanky McBlankface, and I can't wait for Schooly McSchoolface Elementary. They to have open to up. make it happen, right? <laughs> After you just said that, as much as we're as much new schools as we need, they're going to run out of names. <laughs> I mean, come on! I'm ready for it. I'm I think ready. you need to just yeah. bring it up to yeah. them. That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll contact Anthony Johnson. Yeah, you know, when, when next time I see Dr. Jean Luda Vetter, who's the uh, you know she's the big cheese at CMCSS, I'm like, hey, I got a great idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on. I think yeah. you'll love this one. All right, one. good. Moving on. A winged wedding crasher I, takes over my favorite a bride's story. photo shoot. How awesome is this? This is a great story. And for those uh, sourpusses that go, there's never any good news on ClarksvilleNow.com. And there's a whole commercial of me making that same, <laughs> that same claim, by the way. This is such a great story. Yeah. There was, uh, I, I don't know what type of bird it is. It's some sort of bird that doesn't belong here in Tennessee. A, 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 a lorikeet. Lorikeet, right? Yeah. So it's like a parakeet, except different. It's beautiful. And it's, yeah, beautiful bird. It's a green bird. It's a pet, and it escapes from a home in Clarksville about August 3rd, right? So yeah. this, pet's like, this bird's like flying around Clarksville with all the normal Clarksville birds. and Just hanging out. Yeah, the Clarksville bird's like, man, that bird does not belong in Clarksville. And so this bird ends up at Liberty Park, and, and there's, so there's a wedding photo shoot going on. And so someone notices, like, what is that green bird doing hopping over there by the bushes? And they go pick the bird up, and the bird's like jumping all over their dress, and, <laughs> and so the wedding photographer's taking pictures. The pictures are on ClarksvilleNow.com, and they're, Which so, they're so good. good. Well, and then so they think they're done. They do a great photo shoot with this bird, and the bird flies away. Exactly. Well, then they go to the reception, 
which was right there at Liberty Park. They've yeah. got that beautiful venue at Liberty yes. Park where you can have uh, you know receptions there and what have you. It's got a fireplace. It's so cool. Well, someone notices a knock on the glass of one of the doors. It's the bird. He's the like, let me have some back. wine. Let right. me in here. The bird is like, I want some prime rib <laughs> and I want a sip of wine. And so I believe it was one of the bridesmaids' husbands. Yeah. Picks up the bird, takes the bird home. Well, then through the power of social media, they find that someone's missing the bird that looks exactly like the one they found at the wedding. So the bird was reunited with the owner. This all goes down in August. Bird's been reunited with the owner after, you know, a couple of weeks. That could be an episode of a show. You know, like you could put make that a Friends episode. Right. Back in the day. Well, and you think, too, the the, the wedding party. Yeah. You have the best wedding reception story ever, right? And you have this these great pictures, and the pictures are so great. Kudos to all of the, the wedding party that didn't flip out and just embraced it, and they've got these wonderful, hilarious photos. And you have the best wedding story ever. One thing that could have made that awful, though, is that if... The bird pooped on someone. Right, right, yeah. I mean, but right. especially the bride. Right. Can you imagine if that happened? Well, if the bride was wearing white, you could hardly be able to that's tell. That's a really because, good point. You know, that's, Just the, yeah. the black specks. Right, right, right. <laughs> Can I tell you a story about that real Please. quick? When I, was, when I got out of high school, I needed a job. Yeah. And so I, I worked for this painter place, not in Clarksville. And so we had to carry a Sharpie with us okay. in case we spilled paint on like a screen, okay. we could color it in with the black oh, marker. Okay, yeah. Or if we spilled paint on the roof, we would just take the Sharpie and put a little black dot in there so the paint looked like, you know, oh, bird droppings. That's genius. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so when you hire high school kids to paint your house, and you notice, is there a lot of birds that have been here lately? <laughs> that's why. And it's not bird stuff. It's, it's actually paint. a mark. It's drips of paint is what it is. <laughs> and they just take a little Sharpie and color it in so it looks like bird droppings. But You know, that's but, pretty genius. I'm it just is. just going to point that out real quick. <laughs> it's all tricks of the trade. Man, I, I'm going to use that if I'm ever doing work on a roof. <laughs> just pointing that out now. It's, it's not a spill. It's an opportunity for nature art. What it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes what a fantastic story yeah, yeah. go look at the pictures the clarksville the pictures are fantastic go check them out and you need you got to give us credit on that one i just want to say that to the public because that is a good story it's a great story and shout out to jordan yep it's my favorite story of the week on clarksville now next we have a motorcycle cannonball event uh makes cross-country stop in clarksville so i didn't know about this and i looked into it once yeah. when someone tipped me off to it so this is not you know, born to be wild, you know, hogs going down the street. Yeah. This is antique motorcycles. So motorcycles, I believe they had to have been built before 1940. So in the 1940s, 1930s, and even earlier. Okay. So all these motorcycles, 1940s and, and before yeah. they have, they do it every two years. It's a cross country motorcycle race on vintage motorcycles. No technology allowed. You have to use maps to yeah. get to where you're going. It's one of the coolest things I've ever heard. From Virginia to California oh, on these vintage motorcycles. And the, they stopped at Appleton Harley-Davidson Monday afternoon. Yep, yep that's And correct. so if you were driving around Monday afternoon and you saw all these motorcycles that look straight out of a Marlon Brando movie, 
that that's what it was. And and the pictures, these motorcycles are fantastic. Those are those pictures are amazing. Well, well, and you think too, like the comfort now. You, you, know, you go to Appleton's and you'll yeah. you can see you know show me a touring bike, and they've got these comfortable. They got comfortable seats and they've got all of these luxuries. Oh yeah, luxuries really for for long rides. They had none of that on those motorcycles that were built in the 40s and before. That's that's a lot of fun. That's the, so cool. The other thing, they have to work on their vehicles, mm-hmm. their motorcycles yep. throughout this entire journey too. Is, yeah. Because it's not like they're just going to zip right through each state. Yep. You have to continuously work on them if, you ha- if it malfunctions to any degree. Yes. And by the way, if you weren't able to participate in the cannonball, and who was, I mean, no one in town was because it yeah. didn't start here. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's a great plug for, for a fantastic book that everyone should read called Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance oh. by Robert Pershing. Um, it has to do with old motorcycles, the constant maintenance they need, and just looking at life a little bit differently. Um, if, you were, if you were captivated by that story on ClarksvilleNow.com of the motorcycle cannonball coming through town, Read Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance by Robert Pershing. I'm going to have to take you up on that. It's, so, it's a fantastic It book. is interesting. That's yes. the thing about it. Mm-hmm. It's and a fantastic The book. people Lee talked to as well, I guess uh, one, one guy's father-in-law had been doing it for a while. Yeah. And I, I think he wanted to kind of keep that tradition going. Yeah. Except last time it was in Clarksville, uh, or actually the last time... He had the chance to five yeah. years ago, I believe yeah. he said. Uh, he wasn't able to because of the birth of his son. Right. Now he made this trip out, uh, and I think he was from the UK, if I'm... Uh, yeah. Don't, don't quote I me on that. I won't quote you on that. He was from somewhere, not yeah, Clarksville. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I thought it was really cool that you see people from all over the world, even. Mm-hmm. And they're riding pieces of art. Yes. These motorcycles are beautiful. Yes. 80 these, of them yeah, came these, through. Yeah, these beautiful pieces of art that are very temperamental and need constant minor tweaking. I almost want to go out and buy a vintage motorcycle just so I can participate in two years when it comes back around. How long do you think it would take you to finish? Um, I think they do. I think it's like, is it two weeks? Is it two weeks? So yeah, they, they, they break it up into chunks. Okay. okay. So, you know, that we were one of the stops along the way. Um, and so, yeah, it's so cool. The pictures again, you go to ClarksvilleNow.com, check out the pictures of the Laura Keat, you know, and the crashing the wedding, but then check out those vintage motorcycles. They are so cool. It was so, so cool to see. Don't pass up the opportunity. Do Come not. On. Do not. You got to. Yep, you do. Now, the biggest news of the week, which is taking place tomorrow, mm-hmm. Justin Moore. Tomorrow as the recording of this podcast. Yeah. So you may be listening to this yeah. on WNZE on Sunday night and go, that already happened. Boy, wasn't that concert great? In case you're listening then. <laughs> But Justin Moore spoke to Clarksville now about mm-hmm. his upcoming performance at FNM Bank Arena. Yes, first concert at FNM Bank Arena is Justin Moore. Um, to the person who said who on ClarksvilleNow.com's comment page, it says clearly in the description that he is a multi-platinum selling country musician. Multi-platinum. That means he's sold multiple records over a million copies each. So he's, a, he's kind of a big deal. And I would say so. I would think there's going to be pressure, right? Yeah. Now, there's been musicians that have rehearsed here 
Um, Eric Church has yes. rehearsed here. Which my mom almost fainted when she heard that. Really? That's yeah, funny. She's such a huge Eric Church fan. Kane Brown rehearsed yep. here, and I believe uh, Thomas Rhett okay. rehearsed here as well. Wow. And they all rehearsed kind of their upcoming shows, which is something that the FNM Bank Arena will be used for yeah. is just practice space. You know, you've got nothing going on on a Tuesday afternoon, but you've got a musician from Nashville getting ready to go on tour, work the bugs out, and do it at the FNM Bank Arena. So, but this is the first concert open to the public at FNM Bank Arena. And it's going to be so exciting. And he said, Justin, when asked about how he feels about opening up, he said, no pressure. And he laughed when he said it. Uh, I, yeah. Jordan Rimfro uh, actually spoke with yeah. Justin Moore in an interview. Uh, he w- went on to say, hopefully we can put some good juju in the building. That's really cool to be a part of a night like that for the arena. Uh, Austin P University and the people involved. I, he said he feels very blessed to be in that position. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of pressure. Yeah. But the nice thing is for Justin, too, uh, which I, he lives in Arkansas, actually. So I was going to okay. say, you know, you get to drive home. You know, after the show. No, no, he lives in Arkansas. So that's, uh, he'll be staying that, in a hotel. I was going to say, that's not a fun drive. If he's staying at the Holiday Inn off exit one, so if you see anybody that looks like Justin Moore living in that Holiday, or sorry, exit four, could be, could be. Him. Buy him a beer. Yeah, that's exactly. what I'm going to say. No, it's, it's exciting. And I yeah. know the big talk about um, performances at the FNM Bank Arena that are pre parking garages being built. Yeah. Um, I think that's being overblown. If I can be perfectly honest with, with everybody, I've gone to an event at the FNM Bank Arena, and other people here have gone to the event at the FNM Bank Arena, and parking was not an issue. Everyone kind of braced for parking being crazy, but it wasn't. Yeah. Between the the spaces that Austin P has opened up, and you, you does everyone remember we've got parking garages downtown already? I was going to say, that's where I'll always I park. I know. We went to the Dueling Pianos event downtown. There's a lot of things going Riverfest last weekend, and yeah. then there was a Dueling Pianos event at, at the downtown Commons. I thought parking was going to be a nightmare. I went to the parking garage, not a problem. Hmm. Thought there were plenty of spaces open in the parking garage. So there's that great parking garage across from the courthouse, and then there's the one that is on Franklin Street that's just down a little bit. So there's a lot of parking. It's not as bad as you would think. And street parking, too. Yeah, there's street parking. Of that. So, yeah, I, I mean, it'll be much easier once the new parking structure is open and construction has, has started on one of them. Okay. Um, it'll be a lot easier, but it's still not as bad as everyone's making it out to be. Yeah. And, and and everyone's saying, oh, you can park. I just told you where you're going to park. It ain't There's that plenty. deep. It's not that hard. Take a step back. Right. Let's all just take a breath. Enjoy just, the music. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Exactly. He's going to sing his hits. It's going to be fun. And it's just great to see if you've not been to the FNM Bank Arena. It really is a beautiful space. It is absolutely beautiful. And I, hopefully, you know, everything goes well and he, Justin, comes back for even more. I'm anxious to see who they bring next. Yeah, that's that's the thing about it, too. Especially, you know... Like you said, you have all these big time musicians actually practicing in there. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they see the stadium, they're like, "Wow, I would love to actually perform in front of all these people." I was blown away when I went to to the arena for the first time and saw an event there. It was just yeah. really cool. It's beautiful, inside. and it, it's it, the the nice thing is too, like the food inside. Like oh. the Black Horse has <gasps> a booth in there. What? Yeah, you got to go around the corner. But the Black Horse is there, and there's various other food vendors. Is there beer cheese there? Uh-huh. Yeah, they have it on tap. Well, it's, I'm going. I, I may just go there this weekend just for the beer cheese. People are talking about this, this, the street closing yeah. behind F&M, and there's, there's some rumors that 
that's because of the construction yeah. of, but I've, I got the real story for you. Okay. The reason why they ran into problems were because they had to run a, a pipe <laughs> from, from the Effingham bank arena to the black horse. So they could just have that, the, the beer cheese on tap. And so, you know, they ran into some, some issues that they weren't anticipating and so, but it was important. Yeah. It was important to have the beer cheese come straight from the black horse <laughs> down the pipe into the FNM bank arena. So it's fresh. And so that may or may not have been the reason why that road's still closed. That may be my biggest dream ever now <laughs> to have beer cheese running in a tube all the way to my house. I'll tell you what, it'd be easy to rent out those apartments downtown. If you just said, Hey, guess what? We've got water. And that tap over there is beer cheese. I'd be like, where do I sign up? <laughs> you don't even hesitate at that point. Do you want to know the price? No, <laughs> not at all. Do you want to know if that window is uh, real? Or a no. sticker? No. no. Does that beer cheese tap work? I'm in. <laughs> Remember that old story that, was it, was it Johnson? Is it Lyndon Johnson that had a Fanta dispenser oh. or some sort of no it wasn't it wasn't fanta he had some sort of soda like dispenser something some sort of soda dispenser yeah. put up in the white house man that's when i know that i've made it when i've got a tap of, of black horse beer cheese you, at you've my made house. it at that point you're you're most definitely right I, i'm waiting to get to that point in my life <laughs> so you know you're a success <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Kennedy, do you have one of those? No. <laughs> I think it's time to get, get one. Get on my level. Come on now. <laughs> Jeff Burkhart, do you have one? Where's your beer cheese? If I was the mayor, I'd be like, we're putting that in the mayor's office. Well, of course, it's probably going to send us email. I'll be like, please don't tell people we're running a pipe underneath the ground selling beer cheese. Nobody would mind. If that was the real reason, people would stop complaining. Go, I totally understand. <laughs> No, you know what? I don't even need that road anymore. Just, just you know, just, just keep close it, it forever. If that means we get that tap straight from the Black Horse to the FM Bank Arena, we're set. We're ready to go. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Genius idea, and that's I, free. It is genius. You're going to have to bring it up to Black Horse. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to run pipe from the Black Horse. We have Horse. a name for a new elementary school, then a new idea for Black Horse. Yeah, yeah. So this, this is a win all the we're way around. Spit, we're just spitting out innovation yeah. at this point. Yeah. Well, maybe Chris will be on vacation next week. Yeah. We can have some more innovation. You never know. Yeah, he does have a lot of them, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> those are the biggest stories that you will find on ClarksvilleNow.com for this week. This is your week. Your news, a Clarksville Now original podcast.